Hello, friend. We've got a lot to cover in a short amount of time, so I'll do my best not to talk too fast, but you do your best to listen fast because we're going to cover two distinct topics from the book of Nehemiah. We began yesterday introducing this concept of how to communicate your burden. It's very likely each of you under the sound of my voice, if you know Christ is your Savior, if you spend time with God, specifically in prayer, specifically in devotional time with God, you probably have a burden. Now, if you don't spend time with God, I'd highly recommend you do that. But let's talk about this concept of communicating a burden, and then we're going to discuss how to deal with disrespect. Now, that's a lot to discuss in the short time we have. So let's do this. Let me give you the schedule. I'm going to introduce one of our gospel tracks from right here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. You see, this program, Bible Tract Echoes, that I get to be the host of, it's such a grand privilege to be able to speak to you via this radio program right now. It's a ministry, and it's the radio arm of a ministry called Bible Tracks Incorporated. Now, BTI, as it's known, was founded in 1938 by evangelist Paul Levine. We put out free gospel literature around the world, and if you can believe this, it staggers me every time I say it, this year we are going to surpass, if you can believe it, 600 million gospel tracts put out around the world for free since 1938. Now, to God be the glory, we're still going strong. We've got a lot to do. So I'm going to tell you about a gospel tract. Then we're going to listen to a great song. The song title is this, Jesus Came Into the Room. And it's sung by some close personal friends of mine. So Jesus came into the room. Think about that thought. Goodness, to think that Jesus can come into the room and change everything inside. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Let's talk about this gospel track. So we're going to talk about the gospel track. We'll listen to a song, and then we're going to dive into Nehemiah chapter 2. So let's get a jump on things. Grab your Bible, get to Nehemiah chapter 2. Let me tell you about this gospel track called Born Again. Now, really, this short gospel track is a retelling of our most popular gospel track over the last 80 years called A New Birth. Born Again is just a little bit of a lighter, a little bit of a smaller, a shorter, more concise telling of the exact same salvation plea that you'll find in A New Birth. And it's very well done, and I really like the cover on this one. It's 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 just beautiful. It has some gold script and some, I think they're called succulents. I don't really know. I'm not. A, I don't have a green thumb. That's what my wife told me. So you believe her. But born again, a heavenly entrance needs a heavenly birth. And this particular gospel track, you can find it for free on BibleTracksInc.org. So let me encourage you to go there. If you've never been to our website, there's some great information. You can read our latest newsletter, but you can order this gospel track or our sample packet absolutely free. Born again. A heavenly entrance needs a heavenly birth. Now, we're going to listen to this song called Jesus Came Into the Room. I love this song. It speaks about a doubting man, a person with low confidence in the risen Savior, a guy named Thomas. I'd like you to listen now to the Reigns family as they sing, Jesus Came Into the Room. Think about this thought. The days after Jesus rose from the dead 
while filled with hope for many, for Thomas held fear and dread. He doubted anything the disciples said was true. He said he would not believe until he saw him too. They gathered in secret and Thomas came in the room saying unless he touched his side and fell song just lights a fire inside of me. I'm so glad that Jesus came into the room, figuratively speaking, in my life. He's a great God, and I'm so glad we get to serve him. Now look at Nehemiah chapter 2. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Nehemiah chapter 2, let's look at verse number 15, and we'll read down the next few verses. Nehemiah chapter 2, 
verse number 15. Have you found your place there? Can't hear your head nod and give me a hearty amen. Maybe I'll hear you all the way over here in Bloomington, Illinois. One, two, three, amen. Very good. All right. I believe you. Nehemiah chapter two, verse number 15 says, then went I, this is Nehemiah speaking, up in the night by the brook and viewed the wall. Now remember the wall of Jerusalem has been torn down. It's reduced to rubble and turned back and entered by the gate of the valley and so returned. Now this gives us the ending of the synopsis of Nehemiah walking around the city of Jerusalem and seeing the state of disarray that it was in. Verse number 16, and the rulers knew not whither I went or what I did, neither had I as yet told it to the Jews, nor to the priests, nor to the nobles, nor to the rulers, nor to the rest that did the work. Nehemiah had been here in Jerusalem for a couple of days because he had a burden to, as the theme of Nehemiah tells us, to rebuild. He wanted to fix the way that Jerusalem was in. It was in a bad way, and Nehemiah was there for one purpose and one purpose only, to fix what was wrong, to rebuild, to build up. But the rulers, the people, those that did the work, they didn't know what was going on behind Nehemiah's eyes. There was a prerequisite. There was a need for him to communicate. Look at verse 17. Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in. Now think, you can almost hear the heartbeat with which he says this. Almost a sense of despair. Almost a sense of longing. But certainly deep with emotion, with a burden. Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in. How Jerusalem lieth waste. And the gates thereof are burned with fire. And then he says this, Come, And let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. See, that's a little bit of a short speech. Well, friends, it fired up the people. Later this week, we're going to get into chapter number three, and we're going to talk about the workers and the work that they did. But look here. Nehemiah says, you see the distress how Jerusalem lieth waste, the gates thereof are burned with fire, and he communicates the need, the burden. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem that we be no more approach. What do you need, friend, to communicate a burden? Well, you've got to see a burden. You've got to acknowledge a burden. You've got to be willing to speak about the burden. Now, we could spend hours, truly, on having a burden, a godly burden. But let me ask you, friend, do you have a burden? Secondly, do you communicate that burden? Look at verse number 18. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, after he communicated the burden, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. What follows the communication of a burden? Often, it's action. Look at verse 19. But when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant the Ammonite and Geshem the Arabian heard it, what'd they do? They laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, What is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? They disrespected not only them but their God. How do you deal with disrespect? Well, let me show you in verse number 20. Here's what they did. Nehemiah answered them and said unto them, The God of heaven 
he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. He told them they could step off, but he didn't do it in his own power. He did it on God's authority. You want to deal with quote-unquote disrespect? All right. Your foundation needs to be God. How to communicate a burden. How to deal with disrespect. If you'd like to talk more about this, please communicate with me. Text me, 309-316-7240. Tomorrow we're going to review this, but then we're going to jump into a nasty four-letter word. If you can believe that, right here on the Bible Tract Echoes, a bad four-letter word. Make sure you don't miss it. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.